0: Clap sync. Three, two, one. All right, welcome back to part three of the game of the year. Woo! High energy. Oh miles.
1: my god!
0: <laughs> We're
2: going high energy. What the
3: there fuck is happening? Why did you just just have human beings to do it? Right? I know.
2: I'm I'm the soundboard.
3: That makes sense. It's my perfect. real
2: role on the podcast. That's why you guys
0: keep asking me back, right? Mm-hmm.
2: Exactly. That and because you exactly. pimp
3: the yeah. fucking email every ten seconds.
4: <laughs> that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know yeah. what? You're we do
0: we do need the plugs. We do need all of of the the at Gmail Gmail dot com. There you go. <laughs> that
3: just right. needs also to be a soundboard clip. <laughs> oh no is that the? (laughs) is that how we get computers to replace our jobs is we replace elena's plug with just a sound why is it just
2: my job that gets replaced well i mean
3: i just because you (laughs) said am i
2: replaceable
3: you you just said that you were replaceable you're You're irreplaceable yeah i'm replaceable by Raphael. (laughs) (laughs) boy this is uh that is the second
2: joke of the night
5: (laughs) yeah exactly well we do have the next podcast sound so so much better this than i am oh my god oh he's such a gentleman oh i know that 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 sound clip he is more of a gentleman he is more of
2: a gentleman than you gave no one's gonna deny that but you have other qualities that we love
3: i wouldn't go that far oh my god um all right perfect
0: well we have our next round of personal awards which is my own personal award hi i'm zoe by the way um but yeah, so this did year, we so last year, I...
4: ourselves at the beginning. At no point know, have we introduced ourselves, but I will say, matter. Zoe's
0: getting good at saying her name, which I respect.
3: Yeah, that's at least a step.
0: <laughs> so
3: sorry for interrupting. Um,
0: last year, I did my uh, you know game that I played through the most. Uh, this year, though, I've changed it up. So this year is my uh, video game soundtrack I couldn't stop listening to award because. Uh, I got my Spotify wrap-up for 2020, and uh, my number one genre was video game music. Number two was, like, soundtrack. (laughs) And then number three was Canadian indie. And I was like, what? What, (laughs) What is that coming from? But anyway. Um... Yeah, so actually, I was I was thinking about this. I was like, I'll do best video game soundtrack that I listened to this year. And then I had a crisis this morning, actually trying to think about the winner for this. Uh, own self-inflicted crisis, nothing more. Um, but anyway, the top three that I have here are uh, Hades, Obra mm-hmm. Din, Return of the Oberdin, and Mass Effect 2 soundtrack
5: i think we know the clear winner (laughs) (laughs)
0: and like i said i had a crisis i was like playing all of these like all the songs on uh on my phone as i was making dinner with brandon today and i was just like brandon i don't know and he's just like shaking his head being like you just gotta pick something and i'm like i don't know um but i think the winner for me and it's very close like it is like eking out by just a little bit but it's got to be Hades Hades wins for my best soundtrack of the year um only because I listen to that soundtrack and I really want to play the game after I do that I think I said on the Hades podcast at least the first one that it, like I was doing some fucking like house builds and Sims 4 while listening to the Hades soundtrack and then I just started like headbanging I was like fuck it we're quitting out of Sims and we're getting into Hades god damn it um Really love that. Really great soundtrack. Uh, can never praise Darren Korb enough. Um, but there you have it. Video game soundtrack I couldn't stop listening to. Goes to Hades this year. Hmm. Nice.
3: The there fucking you. menu theme is just so fucking badass. Every time you boot that game, you're like, whoa. <laughs> but
0: the whoa. thing is, like, Obra Dinn was a yeah. very close one as well. Because... Mm. Oberdin's menu music you pull up Oberdin, and you're just like oh oh we're on a ship we're going sailing
1: <laughs> like, it's go. funny because
2: like i also <laughs> listen to videos on game soundtracks like ad nauseum but i don't listen to any of those so i'm like i'm now excited to go put those onto my lists and see if any of them stick
1: yeah you i listen go. to actually exclusively hades? god of
2: war me Ooh, god of war is good though yeah i have not played hades
4: don't say it. maybe you
1: should play hades true. no oh, boy that's not true <laughs>
2: I don't know, James, you also suggested, according to these podcast ratings that I have in front of me, um, quote, "Elena should play this game about Call of Duty Warzone, which <laughs> that I, I must don't have been know a joke. that I can listen to your recommendations anymore.
5: I'm thinking that was probably facetious, but...
2: <laughs> I don't know. I wrote it down, so I'm assuming it was not.
5: I mean, honestly, like, you
4: might enjoy
1: Warzone. I
3: mean, like, it's like,
4: it's actually really fun. Um, it is it really, is really, really fun. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also, like, not a good starting point for shooting people.
0: All right. But then uh, we have our next guest segment that is up. Uh, So for this guest segment, we have uh, my sister, Claire. Claire was on a couple episodes this past year. um, And we are about to hear what her game of the year is. So if we just want to all come over here. All right. Counting down. (laughs) Three, two, one, click. Hey
6: there, this is Claire. I was a guest on all of the Last of Us episodes this year, as well as uh, being a guest for the Lorelai and was Sacrifice episodes, um, and this is my segment for Game of the Year. Um, and because uh, I was kind of brought on as the quote-unquote resident Last of Us expert, uh, I'm a little bit biased as to what my game of the year is, but I do want to say at first that this was actually a harder, uh, it was a harder choice than I was expecting between Last of Us and was Sacrifice, just because I liked that latter game so much and it grew on me over time. But as far as an overall gaming experience, I am choosing Last of Us Part 2 as my game of the year. Um, and if you listen to our Last of Us Part 2 episodes, you know that the Story at first, especially when we recorded those episodes, it didn't quite get me yet. Um, Especially because of my just own personal affinity for Allie's character, the point of view shift in the middle of that, I kind of struggled with it. And so while I recognized um, how great that point of view shift is and how great it was for certain players, it didn't quite grow on me yet, although I did give it two stars. Um, but as I've kind of sat with this longer, I've started kind of looking at this plot in a different light and with a different appreciation than I did when I just finished it. Uh, When I finished it, I was thinking, okay, first of all, who the fuck's idea was it to make the saddest game in human history during a fucking pandemic? (laughs) So that probably didn't help. But I did, um, although this was fine with me, I did see it as mainly like a story of revenge. And I found in in the months since I've played it, and I, my comment that it has zero replayability factor is still true. I have not touched that game since I finished it. Um, but I did realize, the more I've sat with this, it's not as much of a revenge story for me anymore. Um, instead, it's really hitting me more as a story about loss and grief, and the extent that people will go to try to find relief from these emotions. And I've found that when I approach the plot from that direction, as opposed to grim dark revenge story, it hits me more on a personal level than it did before. Um, so in that way, the story's really grown on me over time, which already is a pretty unique thing for a video game to be able to do. Um, and so I could talk about the story forever, but this is a... Game of the Year type podcast, so I will swing through real quick. Um, And I think when we talk about the storyline, and of course with such a divisive story, that's what most conversations about it is. But I also want to give a shout out to just how polished the gameplay was um, and just kind of the unique ways you could approach each situation, the diversity of gameplay between Ellie's character and Abby's character. That was a cool thing to be able to experience in a video game, um when playing as two different main characters and it's just um and now I know not to take this for granted but how well it played for me on a base ps4 also I think deserves a shout out with what's going on right now um <laughs> shout out and 20. it was just a great fluid for me not buggy experience that was just uh kind of matched what my expectations are of a game on its release I also want to give a shout out to the music in Last of Us Part 2. I am a sucker for good music choices in TV, movies, video games. A well-placed and perfectly timed song makes the difference for me. If you would have told me before I played this game that, oh yeah, they're going to incorporate this song from Pearl Jam, but they're also going to toss in Take On Me by Uh AHA, I really wouldn't have known what you were trying to get at. With that, and I probably wouldn't have loved it. But the fact that they were able to kind of weave in contemporary music at the same time as um, staying true to Gustavo's uh, instrumental score, I really do think that needs a shout out as well, just because the emotions were heightened because of the way music was used. Um, and so, uh, for those reasons, Last of Us Part 2 is my game of the year. Um, And then finally, just ending with a shout out to uh, the studio at Naughty Dog, the writers, the developers, and everyone who made this game a possibility, Um, especially when the first spoilers came out and were met with less than positive thoughts. They could have very easily kind of given up their guns and been like, okay, they hate this, let's change this. But by sticking to their guns in the way they did, knowing that they had an important story to tell... Um, we were really treated with a gaming experience that I haven't had in quite a long time. So for those reasons, Last of Us Part 2 is my game of the year for the year
0: 2020. There you have it. Game of the year for Claire is Last of Us Part 2. And then uh, she did give her two uh, episodes that she would recommend you listeners to listen to if you haven't already which would be a hellblade senua's sacrifice as well as obviously the whole of the last of us part 2 series. So there you go.
3: Yeah, I think it's so funny that like we've talked a little bit about Senua's Sacrifice, but mm-hmm. like Senua's Sacrifice is like the total fucking package. At least when it comes to this podcast because yeah. it's like the game itself is fucking straight flames. The podcast was straight flames. Everyone just fucking enjoyed that discussion and it was really thought. It's just like the whole thing. It's just like whenever anyone mentions it, even if we go too too much into detail, it's because we're literally sitting there like gazing at the behemoth that the thing is. It's time is
2: coming and it's coming during Game of the Year, which is not okay. yet, but it's, okay. it's coming up. Okay. Although actually, yep. it might get mentioned in
0: this next category. Mm. Well, actually, well, I realized Zoe... I forgot to get do my top five. Oh, wait, episodes. you did. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say.
4: Mm. Yeah, so I wasn't going to let you um, miss. Um,
0: there. Oh, thanks, hmm. James. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, so actually, like, I, I echo Claire's and that Hellblade and Last of Us Part 2. Great episodes. You listen, listen to those. But uh, some episodes that haven't been mentioned yet that you should maybe take a listen to is uh, all of the Mass Effect 2 series, um, especially the fire four-hour second part of that episode where we tier list of all of the Mass Effect 2 characters. The greatest. Um, oh. oh, yeah. So love that series. Thought that was great. Um, and then also uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Actually, uh, I, I really liked uh, those episodes, particularly the, the second episode of those, I think was like this like ultra cozy vibes kind of feeling to a podcast if you're going for that vibe. And then finally, just got to give a shout out to uh, Dark Souls. That podcast with McCoy was really fun. And that also has a drunken tier list at the end of it. So if you're into that <laughs> shit, go <laughs> ahead.
3: And if you're not,
2: Yo, oh, do I remember, did you guys take a break or something? I, I, at one point, McCoy like drunkenly wandered out and was like, we're ranking all the bosses. And I was like, that's incredible. But you are. <laughs> yep, exactly.
4: Yep, yeah, that man. was that episode. Yeah, so there man. you go.
1: <laughs> oh god it, I need to listen crazy. to that one. Oh, it's I haven't so listened good. to it
3: yet it's everything you want bro it grows and evolves over time and just from... the
2: sheer number of air horns I assume is incredible
3: yeah maybe like it's just like it, it started with just like I thought really like really in-depth analysis of like the game both from like a veteran but also from like an experienced like person who had literally just beat the game and, and clawed tooth and nail through the whole thing I and mean, then it just sort of ended with like yo what was that bullshit though? you
5: that fucking <laughs> boss man
3: what was that <laughs> like you just so you just you know you hit all the, the little uh, things great. you want to hit on there all yeah. the notes all the notes that matter yeah exactly notes of rage at bullshit bosses and notes of pride around you know overcoming legitimate challenges mm-hmm. yeah
0: <laughs> indeed <laughs> Mm -hmm. All right, but there we go. So now we have our category for best visuals, games we couldn't help but marvel at for their visual beauty. Um, So it's pretty self-explanatory. Just these games are fucking pretty. The winner of this will be a fucking pretty game, and it will be, you know, it, it will deserve that award. So best visual contenders are Firewatch, Return of the Obra Dinn, Gorogoa, Yearwalk, Walk, Ori and the Blind Forest, The Council, Detroit Become Human, Hades, Lorelai, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, What Remains of Edith Finch, The Vanishing of Ethan Carter, Observation, Mirror's Edge, Life is Strange, Superhot, Cyberpunk 2077, Stardew Valley, Mass Effect 3, Darkest Dungeon, Slay the Spire. Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Among Us, Last of Us Part Two, and Dark Souls. Just an Orlando. <laughs>
1: what? <laughs> okay, All right, reasonable.
3: Okay. You know what? Games are pretty, bros. Like, have you noticed that? If they, if the games that mm-hmm. are pretty these days are pretty, like a lot. Like, remember Greece last year? agree Oh my god. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my god. Mm-hmm.
0: That was just a visual marvel.
3: All right, so yeah. we got to slash quick, you guys, because there's a lot on this list. But I think we'll slash and we'll give some crops as we go. So yes. I just don't think we live in a world where Life is Strange wins this. Mm-hmm. However, there's a case to be <laughs> made for it has a cool art style, I think, right? Like a unique-ish, uh, sort of like cell shaded esque cartoon watercolory watercolor watercolor yo photography is beautiful i was gonna say the,
0: the scenery in life and life is strange is very beautiful but when it comes to the characters and their expressions and sometimes our mouths don't move i mean those are just glitches <laughs> i don't want to give it that but like you know the the facial expressions kind of got us sometimes uh in terms of the game's visuals
4: exactly but, uh,
0: yeah. yeah but there were some very beautiful sunset beach walks
1: and you know yeah but like if you're looking at beautiful
4: sunshets <laughs> Wow, I can't <laughs> <laughs> Nobody Visible. noticed, James. Just keep uh, on going. Uh, Firewatch just wins every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Against I, Strange.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah, I think that Life is Strange has an interesting art style. I like the kind of like watercolor-y water cel-shaded thing it has going on, but I don't think that it hangs with some of these other games in terms of beautiful scenery vistas.
5: In regards yeah. to like the yeah. watercolor thing, I think Firewatch just does it all better in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. yeah it's a similar well. art style and I think yeah, it's just better done in that game.
3: Yeah, and even it's yeah. going to struggle with some of these other games too. So, there's yeah. just no yeah. way life is strange makes it. Um, or-
2: I have a question that might be controversial. We just talked about some um some someone mentioned faces and it made me think about the council. Mother. Um
1: now the
5: council. <laughs> oh god, is that on this list? Get it it's
1: out of here. On this <laughs> list.
4: We, we did enjoy looking at that game, but
3: some I think of I it was it. to
4: point and laugh.
3: Yeah, I marveled at it. Like my God. Yeah,
2: and I, I would say a like, human like being. some <laughs> of the indoor scenery. Like I think that the paintings are really cool in that game. Although I think they also just like ripped them off of actual famous paintings, uh, well, yeah, as we learned during art history with Zoe. Um, <laughs> but the the faces <laughs> oh, God, in the so council are alarming. Yeah, and you could call but also that best visuals. But the sunsets. Were there sunsets? Were there in sunsets? Remember
4: McCoy <laughs> taking long pans across vistas.
2: Yeah, McCoy loves a good pan in that game and he loved to be like, "Ooh, do you see that composition?" <laughs>
5: <sighs> was it even like the visuals though? Was it the graphics or was it just McCoy enjoying doing sweeping camera angles?
4: I feel like it was more McCoy enjoying it
5: than
2: I will than the briefly game de- it. defend like, McCoy here. I like like I play a lot of games with McCoy. That's like how I get game
5: I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah.
2: But I I (laughs) enjoy that for me, when McCoy plays a game, he tries to make it cinematic and like we'll make it beautiful. Like when we played like Red Dead, there were all these like beautiful pans as we rode horses around. I I can get on top of that. That's great. The council, (laughs) while it may have had beautiful composition because McCoy curated some shots for us, um, the faces in that game, I. Yeah, I still think are alarming, yeah. in a way that I think yeah. should take it off this list.
5: I was gonna yeah, say, I unfortunately, faces agree. are a big part of that game. Yeah, they yeah. like to zoom yeah. in. You stare at them a
3: lot. It's true. I I do think that the quick point about the scenery being good, and even just they have really really intricate models on the table, mm-hmm. uh, like all the silverware and the just like that stuff. Like actually, is like really like even the the house itself being like. You know, really tall in places. You can look up and see like multiple stories up ahead of you like, in the main hall, and like that stuff is all really good and like surprisingly high graphical fidelity for what appears to be like I guess a small crew or something. I don't know. I've never like these guys came. I mean, kind we of did say nowhere. they
2: they spent all their money on Elizabeth's boobs. Well, nope, Emily's boobs. <laughs> Not sure which one.
3: Yeah, they are identical. The one. I think, the they? one. Yeah, it was right, Emily.
5: Yeah. I think Elizabeth was the Emily.
3: Chris right one. Oh right, yeah yeah. Tattoos. But then, but then, uh, so then, oh, who am I thinking of? Who's the sister then?
2: Emma and Emily. Fuck.
3: Okay. Yeah, yeah that's true. All right. All right. So then.
2: <laughs> Anyways, I just the.
3: And if they're not sisters, all right. So we cut the council.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh
4: fuck. You can go. Storyline. <laughs> I know too. I
5: like might this be is... the best. Game. That's bullshit. Yeah. Statement. Okay, go. Um, I might be burned at the stake here, but Overdin. Yeah, I think this is a oh, case please. here, right? I'm
4: 100% I agree with you. This, sh- it does not deserve this. Okay. There's a lot of things that are amazing about Oberdin. The graphical style is, it's cool. It's bold. Get it out of here.
1: I
0: Okay, you know what? I, I might have James a little bit of a knight. case of, of keeping it a little bit longer, only because... One, I think the graphical sk- style is extremely unique. It's like you're walking inside an old Mac computer. Yeah, but is that um, a good thing? But but I think <laughs> but I think what needs more credit though is that you, Lucas Pope needed to put into One still shot enough evidence for you to piece together a story. And I think some of the coolest parts of that game were the way he conveyed motion. So like a guy slashing a knife across somebody's cheek or something, and you see that swiping motion, and you can kind of rotate around that swiping motion, and it kind of rotates around with it. So you know this is the guy that dealt the blow, or something like that. Like I thought, just the I I think it needs to stay just a little bit longer, just because I, it's not gonna win. That's but fair. I don't think I'm with Zoe smoke on this
1: trails. one. I think I well yeah.
0: that's a mechanical <laughs> thing, Gabe. We get it. <laughs>
1: I but mean, I think to like the, yeah, sorry,
2: the, the clarity that he found in Obra in what I think is a very chaotic and bizarre art style, like the clarity with which you can see the scenes and recognize faces. Like when yeah. we first booted up that game, I was like, oh, fuck, we're never going to be able to tell these people apart because this is like a weird, it's not pixel art, but it's just a bizarre art style. But yet we could and we knew what was going on. And I think that, I, I think it has a really, I don't like the visual style but I respect the visual style. Sort I mean, of I do here. too. Like,
5: don't get me wrong. I think it's incredible what he was able to do, and I respect his artistic choice to use those visuals.
0: Can we axe Lorelai before Din, though? God, I don't want Lorelai
2: yes, to
4: please. make it Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm good with that. Yeah, okay, so I think Lorelai yeah, has g- like a better art that. style
3: than a lot of these games. But
2: sh- okay, how about sure?
4: But can can we you're just wrong, kick and
3: let
2: <laughs> no, no, Listen, like I think the case for
3: Oprah is like is like it's interesting because it's like. I remember the asterisk for that game was, because it really does contribute to what it is. Mm -hmm. It really does contribute to the experience of it, the narrative experience, if you would, Rob. But anyways. um, (laughs) Still salty. Yeah,
4: exactly. But, but. Do you think it deserved to win there? uh, In narrative?
2: It made top six. I didn't put it back on the list.
4: Well, it's.
3: No, no, no. Listen, I, I'm not going to... All I'm going to say here is that the asterisk for me from Return of the Oprah Din was, wow, this is an amazing experience that if I w- play for more than three hours, I get a headache. And My I just think that's like... Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, and that's like, I don't know, something. Like, it's... it. This is not the most unique visuals category, in which case it's just devastatingly good. But it's... Did you
0: know that this game beat out Gree?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I remember visuals. you being salty. Well, for about the, it. the, yeah, yep. in that particular mm-hmm. game awards. But see, that's why you shouldn't oh, trust I them. Was salty. Yeah, sure trust not. us instead. <laughs> exactly. The Journey yeah. of Thumbs podcast, your best
2: source for no. up to date and accurate game of the year. Yeah, news. We'll, we'll
3: literally add as many runners up as we fucking feel like <laughs> just to get out of the discussion. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it okay, did. Okay,
0: well, I just think it needs a little bit more credit. That's all. Oh, I
3: completely agree with that. However, like, this is like really tough here, but I think like. all right. right. Alright, what?
0: Mass
2: Effect three.
3: I think some of the backdrops were pretty cool. Like on the planets yeah, and but, stuff.
1: But I like it's better Firewatch
3: I think I think this is not there's not a best audio category really. I guess it's Zoe's was it? But like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like the noise that the Reapers make on the map when they see you. <laughs> 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 made, yeah,
1: that's but the audio the representation.
5: The, whole of game. <laughs> the visuals of Oberdin.
2: Yeah. I just did I I mean I liked Mass Effect 3 a lot. I liked playing it, but the visuals didn't stand out to me as being like these are um incredible or really like notable sort of in any way. It was a game where the visuals didn't get in the way. It looked pretty good, but it wasn't like yeah, it's yo. An this should be game. on a list of best visuals.
4: I yeah. actually think On e- the note of games where the visuals don't get in the way,
2: mm-hmm. Slay the Spire. I agree. Oh the way are slay we Slay the
4: Spire? has visuals which are extremely <laughs> elegant. Yes. I'm
5: sorry. I just In want the, that to be they, like a selling point on a video game. This visuals. game has visuals.
4: <laughs> have you
3: guys? No, no, no. Yeah. Seriously, guys, have you seen small no, games that do that? No, but more than they
4: have visuals, more than it has visuals, it has visuals which highlight the information which is needed mm-hmm. and do not add visual clutter. Yeah. But it's not a beautiful game.
3: It's it's one of those games. It's, it's, not...
4: it's in context to
3: the genre. Lena and I have a sense looking back trying to uh recapture the oh magic of Slay the Spire those Shout months.
2: out to Monster Train. Those visuals are I do not like them.
3: <laughs> yeah. I do it's, not like them the same I am. But like, so in no, that context like, Slay yeah. the Spire
2: gets a gold star. But... No, no,
3: no. but but yeah, in context to all the other card games that for, we've seen that we <laughs> tried, I mean really there is a magic to that art style that is is truly impressive. Is it the best visuals?
2: No, I no. think we can cut it from this list. I think it deserves a strong shout-out for just looking good. All
3: right, how about this? I'm down to cut that if we do cut Mass Effect 3 and we cut Lorelai. Okay. okay. Mass Effect
0: yeah. 3,
2: gone.
3: Yeah.
0: Lorelai, gone. So I think if we're going to go with something like we did or the Spire, I mean, Among Us is on here, I think, because of the simplicity um, and just the way it conveys, like, tasks well uh, for anyone to, like, understand but i think like visually like is it in contention with stuff like firewatch i think that among us
2: deserves a really strong shout out for whoever invented those little dudes with no arms because those dudes are genius yeah like they're very fun to watch they run in an extremely satisfying way I like watching them kill each other. Like it, I think that those the guys, bodies
3: are cute as they die.
2: The bodies are cute. Like I, I don't know if it's, it has that game has like a great style to it. I think, yeah. and I think that the design of those little bros in particular really deserves a shout out because I think. They're very simple, they're very fun to watch, they're very cute. Yeah. They're like on every backpack kids wear. Like I yeah. just think that they were a really well designed little so avatar. Guys. I would actually
3: say like it's like, yeah, this is something I've been thinking about a lot because this this game almost didn't make it onto this list. But then once it didn't, I was like, wait, I feel strongly about this, why? And it's like this might be the most effective use of art that has been done in gaming this year. Like this might be the most powerful art style that has existed because it just took over the face of the planet. And I, I can just assure you that no matter how good this game is in a party group setting, if it was a different art style, it wouldn't have taken over the world because people wouldn't have been so willing to try it. Like you can get anyone to try this game whereas like, like oh.
2: counter-strike is a much harder if this if yeah. this game had had like counter-strike style visuals Terrorists
3: yeah win. <laughs> yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. If it was like if it was like you were counter-terrorists and one of them was trying to kill you and then you needed to like because because you know actually a lot of these games have started as mods of other things so i would say even if this game was like a mod of dota or something like it still doesn't do what it did mm-hmm. like and i actually think like that makes me think it might be the best. Like honestly, like seriously, it's so fucking powerful because like like uh yeah, like there's no way this game gains the traction that it did without this art style. This art style is everything. This art style is why it, it's like minions, bro. You know those like the minions for that that yeah. fucking thing. I'm too old for that shit, but the point is like you know, that shit took over the fucking world, and that shit's also simple. But then you look in, like, what just took over the world before this? It was Fall Guys, and that's also simple. So simple is deceptive here. Simple makes it feel like it's not The Last of Us Part Two, where the technical graphical mm-hmm. powerhouse is truly out of control. However, like, oh, my God. I
2: think it's really good design, but I'm reading the tagline for Best Visuals again. It says, games we couldn't help but marvel at. And I don't know that I marvel at Among Us graphics.
3: Yeah, yeah, I hear that. I just think like, well, but if that's the case, I didn't marvel at any of these older games, though. Then we just caught every game that wasn't made in the last year. I
2: know. It's a rough category. It's just
3: tough. Um, I mean, Firewatch
4: wasn't made in the last year. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think
2: Firewatch is actually a good example. And I think Obra Dinn and um, Edith Finch, those more like stylized games that have they an art longer. style to them, they yeah. last longer than like Detroit mm. Become Human, <laughs> which doesn't quite hold up in terms yeah. of like graphical and I don't know, whatever you call it.
3: So, so that's actually, so that's, I guess that's a case I'm trying to make, right? Is I, I think Among Us has an art style. Like we might think it's simple and flash gamey-esque, but it is an art style, and it was one that I could convince my mom to play. Like,
2: I still, oh, we can leave it on for now. Because I, I think it's actually that. part
3: of the infectious nature of it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like it's part of the reason why it spread so much is because I was able to actually convince people to play it. Like we can convince. convince me to, to play leave it, it on for now. Yeah, we can leave it. <laughs>
4: Like, let's cut Detroit. Let's move on to something.
3: Like, technically, looks good. Does it inspire joy? It was super
4: impressive (laughs) when it came out. (laughs) Does this
0: inspire joy? This does not inspire joy. So I shall cross it off.
4: Because it's
3: literally (laughs) sitting above Hades, which absolutely inspires joy. You know what I mean? So it's Mm -hmm. just like, come on, yeah, come on.
0: Oh, Hades art style. That I I love the character design in Hades so much. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's all just so creative and. I don't know it's just so fitting for all of them I don't know the fact that fucking Aphrodite is like just a naked goddess right there with her hair just like very delicately covering just like the most scantily areas it's just like I don't know it's perfect like there's a reason why people call Hades like the horny game because like everyone is just horny for all the characters in that game they're like that guy's hot that girl's hot shit that guy's hot and (laughs) it's like if it wasn't Supergiant
3: that made that it would just be another game on Steam that I don't click on but apparently (laughs) I'm starting to question why you don't
2: like this game I mean that sounds like like incredibly up your alley
3: oh the horny part Mm -hmm. no it's the gameplay (laughs) 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 that
1: keeps (laughs) me away Um,
3: yeah let's see I actually guys I hate to be this way but I think we cut Goragoa. mmm now, listen.
5: The art style. I think we cut Stardew first.
1: Ooh.
5: You're not, James, we, take you're it gonna, back. You're going to cut Koragoa, but not cut Oberden? Nani the fuck. I would be willing to cut both of them. Like, look, Koragoa oh,
3: didn't last with me like some of these other games did. and I, oh, and the since
0: actual being, though. That's what more, I would like, cut
3: like,
4: Yearwalk those... Walk before Gorgoa.
0: I would cut Mirror's Edge before any of this
4: shit. Well, I would too. Yeah, okay. I I think I (laughs) was was also
0: eyeing Mirror's
3: Edge. Also, speaking of older games. Yo, yo, Huge shout out to Mirror's Edge for being a really fucking old game and actually having some part of its art
4: style that actually shone through.
3: The rest of it, though. It has a style, for
4: (laughs) sure.
1: Yeah. but that's awesome.
4: And like the use of color is really impressive. Mm
5: -hmm. Shout out the Frostbite Mm -hmm. engine. Yeah, True.
4: (laughs) True.
3: How are people yeah, feeling about Darkest
0: Dungeon on this list?
3: Ooh, shout out and then cut it out. I think. I, <laughs> I
0: gonna, like. I was gonna say like I I love I I like Darkest Dungeon's art style. I like how um, I, I, I when I say simplistic in this in this sense, I just mean like a character gets hit. It's just like two frames of the character that yeah. moves. Mm. Yeah. It's not an mm. actual animation, but like. Those two frames itself just actively convey what is happening, and I don't know. For me, I had emotional responses to my characters getting hit and everything, and I don't know. Like I, I think they're all very creatively done. Uh, they're a joy to look at at times. So you know, shout outs to it, but I, I'm okay to cut it. Yeah, I. Yeah. I, I think
4: but I like, would I that. want art of Darkest Dungeon on my wall compared to Stardew Valley? Absolutely, 100. percent Yes like
2: why james is the stardew valley hate
4: i listen
3: yeah. i think you guys listen i made the case for among us and i think it's the same case for stardew valley mm-hmm. like and i think and it's the same case even for darkest dungeon which is that like i i personally try to push against the premise of simple here because it's to me it's outcome right like how hard did it land and well, like I agree to with me that, but i
2: think that still among us and darkest dungeon don't don't beat some of the other things on here but uh, like that i
3: might be true But like, but Stardew Valley, though. What I'm saying is, like, you guys have to make the case to us. But I think the case that I would make if I were you is that it far transcends what you would
5: imagine a pixel game is. I mean, yeah, I I agree agree that like the stylization is important and it's something to respect. However, I'm not sure you can still argue though for like best visuals.
2: Mm -mm. I agree that it shouldn't. It shouldn't like hang with some of the other games. I just, I do think. As someone, I don't particularly like pixel art, I, but I do think that Stardew Valley's pixel art looks really good. I, I find it visually mm-hmm. pleasing to look. Like, I think a lot of find a lot of pixel art like not visually pleasing to look at, and I don't have that experience with Stardew Valley. Um, I really, I really like it, and that that yeah. surprises me. And um, like when I think when I first picked it up i was like oh, i don't know about this game this is pixel art i'm not into this um but right. I, I really i found that i really like it i find it really like, visually really pleasing i find it really charming um to look at i agree that it has to do with its success because it's very like simple and digestible and looks great and it's very cute i don't think it hangs with anything else on here i just wanted to stop the hate that was coming at stardew valley and <laughs> recognize it for what it is <laughs> yeah um and then i'm okay with okay cutting. fair yeah, enough
3: agreed agreed, agreed. But like you have an emotional connection to that game. I'm guessing Zoe does too or Mm -hmm. else where did the 600 hours go? Um, (laughs) But like – but what I mean is like, boy, that art style, like I think it's a part of it, like Mm -hmm. a large part of it. And so I don't know. I just look at that from the outside as someone who doesn't have the connection. But I just look at that and just go like, yeah, if this was a worse art style, I don't think – I don't know. Like for instance, if there are games like that that exist that are like really – that are done in 3D. And they are, like, really mm-hmm. jank, like, free models you found on on the fucking Unity store or something. Yeah. And, um, boy, it's not the fucking same.
2: I agree. And I think, like, in terms of visuals, like, really smart choices were made in Stardew Valley. Just, like, really smart choices were made in Among Us to make that game very playable and look really good and not busy. Like, it's not so busy that it's overwhelming. Um, I don't think that it Also, hangs, there's a reason but...
4: Stardew is on this list and not Animal Crossing.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. That's what I was <laughs> going to say.
3: Sorry, Matt.
4: And I mean, some people love that art style, but we don't. We do not. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. Yeah. Zoe, are you upset um, if I cut Stardew Valley?
0: No. No, I, I think I think it's right. Like, we set our piece on why it's important and okay. what, what. Yeah. It means. Okay. Observation, though. Yeah. So observation, I'm thinking about cutting. I think the visuals in that are really cool, especially when you're playing it. Uh, as the AI in that sphere and every time you you know bump against the side of like uh like uh, when you bump against the side of the ship like your screen kind of glitches out a little bit like you know like it's actually like you know like you actually hit a piece of tech against something like I think its visuals are really cool the faces are a little bit jarring at times when they're in front of you but um yeah i mean okay shout outs. here's a
3: case i because observation to me is technically brilliant from a visual perspective like brilliant like the all of the models of the the actual ship around you are phenomenal there's panels everywhere like it just feels completely real the way you get to see it in like three-dimensional space by flying around is amazing all of the like yeah like you said when you bump something and there's like the visual distortion when you're looking through a camera all of that like that stuff's just I mean, it's it's just magically incredible, but to me, I'd rather look at fantasy settings, <laughs> like just personally, right? Mm-hmm. Like I I like, well, like the coolest swords. parts of that. You know, I like pretty yeah. shit. I like gree, right? I like. Mm-hmm. So we cut cyberpunk at the same time.
2: I actually was gonna oh, go after. Wow, cyberpunk.
4: that's where you were going. Jesus yeah. Christ! Yeah, <laughs> um, no. <laughs> okay. We need we need to talk more about that because <laughs> cyberpunk is simultaneously an incredible graphical experience and a trash graphical experience. Yeah. And that deserves conversation and not just like, let's throw it out with the bathwater. Fine. Not that observation is bathwater, but like... <laughs> Apparently it is.
3: I think it we're, might we're, be we're in that. the contention of the rest of this for me
4: personally. So I th- what I wanted to say was that I wanted to get rid of the vanishing of Ethan Carter before observation. I was thinking
2: about that one, James, Ooh. too. And I wasn't sure. I don't remember not liking the visuals in that. But I also don't remember being, being stunned by the visuals in that. I remember there being a lot of, like, really beautiful, um, like, vista points. Yeah, or the composition. Yeah. The composition was really
0: great.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but I also, like, wasn't but called like, to try and keep it on this list. I'm curious what other people think about it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I put it on there just because I really do like the, the vistas and everything. It, it was really reminiscent of Dear Esther for really? me. And Dear really? Esther did win last year
1: yeah.
0: uh, for that visual art style. I think the method in which they they did the animation through, like, you know, basically they feed in a photo and out comes, like, an actual rendered game object. So that way, like, you look down at a train track and instead of it obviously obviously being like the same wood asset just repeated over and over for the train track, because it's a photo being rendered in, it it, it looks like a natural train track. Mm-hmm. Um, I I, I like that. I I also just really liked in that game how like how large the world was and how you could kind of like look out across the water and see where you've been. Like there's always these like little uh. I don't know, like, landmarks and, like, notes of where you've been. Like, oh, there's that lighthouse I was standing next to. Or, oh, there was that cell tower or something like that. Um, yeah. I thought that I thought that was all cool. It doesn't have to win here, but I just think it needs a little bit of a shout-out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm.
3: I, I would say on top of that, we here in this group don't have, like, an affinity in our past for, like, these pixel games of yore. But, boy, have we seen so many, like, I don't know what bit they are, 16-bit. 32-bit 8-bit games it's Mega Man again you guys and they just sit there and people are constantly talking about on the internet like oh my god it has the best like retro art style ever and i'm like how fast can i can i stop someone else from buying it like that's Mm -hmm. how strong i feel like this just looks so bad
4: but i have an affinity Mm -hmm. for this this whenever somebody calls a chip a banger i die (laughs) inside (laughs) Another angel
0: a that loses, loses its
4: wings. Yeah. Oh, that was a shot at me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's not a shot at you. But I, I will die inside if you call a chiptune a banger. <laughs> it's just silently I think there's politely. been many
0: times I have called songs is a thing.
2: Some of your to at gmail.com. We'll pass them along to James. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: And I will say, oh, yeah, this is more chiptunes that is not great. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it's better than all the other chip tunes, but like listen to music that's good sounding.
3: Well, like okay, for instance, I listen so to So You're the saying you listen to bangers. Yeah. Yeah. Like I listen to the Mandalorian theme, right? On and then I listen to the 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 That's eight a bit, fucking banger. That's a banger. And mm-hmm. I listen to the 8-bit version and I'm like that and and the only response I can give is Nothing about this band. <laughs>
0: Oh, I think James was salty because I said Megalovania and Undertale was a banger, and James is like, "Don't call that a banger."
4: (laughs) Maybe it is. No, 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 no. It that that was not about that.
5: (laughs) James is just like fuck everything relating to Undertale.
4: (laughs) It's mostly, almost entirely, like in other online spaces, um, (laughs) where people are like, "This music is so awesome," and I'm like. What about this experience of music is awesome to you? I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just think banger is absolutely the wrong term. Yeah, bang. Yeah. Because it doesn't bang. Doesn't bang. Lack of bang. But Again.
2: does the vanishing of Ethan Carter bang?
3: Um. So visually, perhaps it does not bang. And I think that's why it doesn't hang. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, But
3: I just want to just, yeah, for me personally, mm. I have an affinity for the old school style of 3d games mm-hmm. like dear esther like um like yeah like this one and and i just went this is a really good one of those is what i'm trying to say and that hits for me mm-hmm. but like okay i get it
2: i agree that it's like i think i agree that it's a good one of those i don't think it's like dear esther levels though like when i think about those you know like dear esther mm-hmm. i think it's always been like won this category last year because that, that game is has it's Incredible in terms of his visual composition, mm-hmm. and I feel like the vanishing of Ethan Carter hit very similar notes for me and was beautiful, but it wasn't. It wasn't that. It wasn't as good. Basically, I think that's my yeah. opinion. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. And it's a tough fucking list out it's here.
2: It's a tough. It's a tough list out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm.
3: for sure. So we cutting.
0: Yep, I think we're cutting.
4: Um. Okay, we, so, we so we we were now we're gonna can talk, talk
0: about, about cyberpunk. cyberpunk. Yeah, let's, let's talk see, about yeah. cyberpunk.
4: Come on come on people come on people cyberpunk is gorgeous with the right graphic settings in the right angle (laughs) absolutely gorgeous so
1: true though yeah
4: absolutely the most beautiful game but you turn around and somebody's fucking legs are missing (laughs) And somebody else is just running at a wall. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And then somebody's T-posed standing on a car. A man in a
5: wheelchair gets up and runs away.
2: (laughs) (laughs) As a car is flipped over and sliding towards him. Or as cars are just falling from the sky. Yeah,
3: just crashing. You're running over people in your, like, NPC missions where they're driving. (laughs) Like, just like... (laughs) Just
1: yeah. a travesty.
4: And then there's just like random people like cowering on the street for you to run over by accident. Yeah. Um,
3: yeah. Like shit is popping in everywhere in gameplay relevant moments yeah. where you're like, you look and it's a completely clear street and then there's just a sea of cars that just appear out of nowhere for you to crash into.
4: Yeah. Yeah. That's unfortunate. Um, but then you turn around. <laughs> And pump up your graphic setting and don't move your mouse because you'll have zero frames. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. And you just take a screenshot and then you post the genetics. It's date. fucking gorgeous. Yeah.
4: The reflections just, are amazing. Yeah. RTX is is yeah. quite impressive. Um yeah, wonder... accepting the boobs hmm? on the side of a building in an advertisement. That's just a matter of taste. Where James. You're those like, are
3: beautifully well, that's a little
5: rendered. <laughs> I'm about
3: those.
4: They are beautifully rendered.
3: Yeah. And I actually want to say like they the more I play that game and the more I look at that game, the more I realize that like it's really dense Mm
1: -hmm. with
3: character like like that's what all the different unique graffitis are that's Mm -hmm. what all the fucking Mm -hmm. ads are that's all the just different ways that they'll feed you ads like it's not just like the same Mm -hmm. television over and over and over again and like you look at the density and you're like yeah this doesn't really do a lot of those video game tricks where like we see the same bullshit over and over again and so like oh that's where the frames went um yeah and i, I do also... think that's impressive right. it is that they yeah. don't
2: just re because i think i'm thinking about like some like skyrim which is very old by now but like when you walk into like a house or a business in skyrim it is literally the sa- it's the same stuff everywhere um but in cyberpunk they they have a pretty good variety of ads and things that you find around the world and like different types <laughs> of food which is annoying in your inventory but Works in the game world, and I think all of that like deserves a shout out because I know not a lot of big games seem to do that anymore.
5: Yeah, I would also As say it like, has a very diverse range of not biomes but like yeah. areas that are just look and feel different. Like it has like the downtown city, it has like Japanese style architecture and areas, it mm-hmm. has like right suburban areas it seems like they're fresh out of like LA it has outside the city of course Mm -hmm. yeah it has big dams it has desert it has like palm tree lush area it has like everything I mean not everything but it has a good variety yeah and it has some really cool filters I know it's like
3: describing them as filters is like some dumbass shit that really like minimizes it but like okay the brain dances are fucking cool looking and like all their technology Mm -hmm. the way that that is, is rendered is cool the, the, what do they call it, the black wall? You know, like, even when you're in that sort of technological oh, that, world. Oh, like, crazy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that stuff's cool.
2: I just, I don't want it to win. Like, I, I think that, too, like, Cyberpunk <laughs> is probably, like, the most technologically impressive many people... game on this list in terms of its visuals. Like, it probably, like, on a technical level, looks the best. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't But like love it
4: it's just from one angle though i mean it's like i mean and and not emotion and the, uh, yeah yeah we need to cut it at some point yeah i
3: think it needs to get cut i think like i i actually think this is just it's okay you guys that this game didn't come out fully ready and that that hits it in this category here like i think that's okay like, it, it's okay to me that the promise of what it could be and what it is sometimes might top some of these other games. But what it is right now, it feels insulting to take a game that has a perfectly cohesive art style and then be like, well, this other one where this guy doesn't have legs is,
4: like, better sometimes. <laughs> and just, like, walk away. Like, I don't know. But it's on like... the other hand, like, like, the Pyramids of Giza are absolutely gorgeous from the one angle they're photographed from. But like you turn 30 degrees sideways and there's a Burger King.
5: I would say it's also better most of the time. Cause like even some of the visual, I mean, that's not totally down to visuals. That's like game mechanic bugs. Yeah. yeah, it's mm. kind of interesting yeah.
2: because yeah, like, like what of that do you consider to be a part of the visuals of the game, and what is just like a whoopsie? That...
5: So, so I'm very lenient typically,
3: <laughs> but I would just say if it does take you out of the experience enough,
5: it matters. So right? do you consider your headaches to take you out of Oberden? <laughs> I I'm still really triggered. It's still remove. fucking <laughs> up there. I, yeah, yeah, I highlighted the on the shit. Google
0: Doc for like thirty minutes now.
5: I'm ready to hit the delete key.
3: No, I, I I think. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I
0: I I think I think it's time.
3: It's yeah. time.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do we do let, let Gabe for... hit the one for Operdinwich. Okay, Dinn, Gabe, you? you can do Oberdin, for your soul.
5: Yeah. I'm deleting all of these. <laughs> no, because like, oh my god. No
2: Gabe. No.
1: There we go. Got
2: it. I'm going to delete Cyberpunk 2077. Is everybody okay with that? I am. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm doing it.
5: Okay. I mean, we kind of disagreed on it like Technically speaking, it might take top spot, but yeah. sorry, Craig just threw me off. Yeah. Um technically speaking, <laughs> I think it, it could take top spot, but like there's too much muddying it from doing that. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. And right. and this is not normal, guys. Like normally we're gonna take away bugs from this category, but it's just it's a fucking lot. It's it's mm-hmm. an extra yeah. special amount. Like if Grease broke one time, I'd be like, okay, whatever. But it's just like if they released Greece and then they, it just had constant bugs everywhere, and it was just a travesty to play. Like sometimes, <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. then you would sit there and say they robbed a great art style this year. And I think mm-hmm. maybe they robbed a great art style with Cyberpunk.
4: Yeah, I like how Elena is highlighting Call of Duty. <laughs> Another fine. technically brilliant game.
3: I sw- that was
2: kind of my thought process I, as I was looking at the list.
4: I think it deserves to stay on here longer. Okay, right. that game is absolutely fantastic looking.
5: Um, yeah, I would say potentially over maybe. I, think, I think I'm think i with James. I, I think Year walk has run its Year course. Your walk, Goragoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I can't Year remember walk and of
1: Goragoa.
5: I think so.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay.
3: And actually, if you're going to do your walk and Goragoa that easily, then I am willing to do super hot as well. Because okay. I
4: think, yeah, I mean, Super Hot kind of like Mirror's Edge, the use of color and style is excellent. And I think Super Hot does it better than Mirror's Edge with style. But mm-hmm. like ultimately, it's like a bunch of frame, like, I don't know how to describe like it, wireframe. like wireframe framework
5: guys.
0: Wireframe, maybe. Mm-hmm. I know what
5: you're saying. Yeah.
0: Hmm. Should we get rid of Dark Souls now? The Just Anne Orlando. <laughs> I just
5: looked yeah. up Anne Orlando because I don't I didn't remember what it was.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's, it's I don't know what it is because I haven't played that game. I, what
3: I want to say for Dark Souls beyond just Anne Orlando, although trust me, I love the Sunlight the Sunset City. Trust me, I love it. Um I I think Dark Souls has a really unique style that I don't think is immediately obvious when you look at it, but when you play it intimately for 60 hours or whatever you you see it and the way they've evolved it over the course of the series which is not to say that this particular one should
5: stay on or whatever but it's they always stayed true um yeah to and it. i mean by design also a lot of it is intentionally designed to be kind of bleak yeah exactly it, it's very emotional in the way it does it like the yeah. uh
3: like the d- the dungeons feel oppressive and that's yeah. why Anne arlando feels free yeah
0: mm-hmm. yeah i would agree with
3: that so i actually think there's a lot of really subtle work done there that's actually really impressive and really gameplay relevant um but like you know i love dark souls then i will always look at that game it always means something to me but like i'm not gonna fight in best visuals until we get to like bloodborne or dark souls 3 <laughs> Th- then then we can talk <laughs> yeah i mean i would say those games are more visually striking than dark souls 1
1: yeah, mm-hmm.
3: but you're right, Gabe. It is the bleakness that, like, the intentional. It feels like yeah. they do it really well. I mean, it's it's beautifully bleak, but it is bleak. <laughs> yeah. What's weird, though, especially with Dark Souls, is do yourselves a favor and become really desperate to play another Dark Souls game after having beaten them all, and then give it a couple of years, and then go play the clones of Dark Souls that try to do this. And then re- recognize how awful they are, and how good Dark Souls actually is. Because holy <laughs> shit, they miss. But okay, cut.
2: I think it's another one of those games that kind of shows its age a little bit too in this category, which is okay.
3: Even with the remaster, for yeah. sure.
0: Okay, so now we're getting kind of to, I guess,
4: the heavy
1: hitters. Hard,
0: hard cut mm-hmm. territory, mm-hmm. like heavy hitters. Do we feel okay, like Okay, now among we cut mod, the still... uh,
4: modern warfare.
0: Like, yeah, I don't I, think
4: Among Us. I think lists... we
0: recognize Among Us for what it is, and we, we've we've sung our praises with how simplicity is impactful and accessible and but also just how beautiful simplicity can be. But I I think I'm okay to cut Among Us. Us. mccoy
2: are you okay to cut among I think, us i'm pretty sure
3: everyone else was okay to cut among us. Yeah. yeah yeah fuck it cut it i guess yeah. um just uh it's on backpacks and shit brothers i'm just saying yeah
1: okay mm-hmm. okay right
0: yeah all right so the final so i guess to for the listener out there if you're following along right now we have firewatch ori in the blind forest hades hellblade Senua's sacrifice what remains of edith finch call of duty modern warfare and last of us part
1: Two. Yeah.
6: <laughs> Ooh, so hard. one's on
4: the chopping block for me here.
2: Okay.
4: Call of Duty. What Remains of Edith Finch. Ori in the Blind Forest. Whoa. I love Ori in the Blind Forest. I love its art style. But. It's. I mean, it's gotten this far.
1: You're happy right. for well, it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm happy for Ori making it this far. It, it is indeed very beautiful, um, but I'm okay to cut it.
2: Like... Yeah, I agree. I'm sure. I'm fond of Ori and the in the Blind Forest art style. I think the de- the sprite design of Ori is amazing. Oh God, the most adorable thing ever. It's so <laughs> cute, and it moves really well. I think the movement in that game is really good. Um, the way they make that character move and jump, and the little ears and the tail... Are all really beautifully done. And I think like the backdrops to that game are all stunning. Um, yeah. But I agree there are other games on this that I like visually better or that I think do more impressive things visually maybe. And,
4: and the visual style of that game like makes it more accessible than a lot of platformers.
3: Yeah, well, it baits you in to thinking that
4: it's not going to be hard as fuck. Right.
2: Yeah, I I was going to attempt to play that game because I was like, this is so cute. I want to play it. And then I played like a minute. I was like, McCoy, can you play this game for me? (laughs) Because I (laughs) could not play it.
3: And then my answer was like, probably not. Yeah, and then
2: McCoy put like an hour and he was like, no, I can't.
4: (laughs) At least that was our original experience. True. Okay, I'm Um, down to cut it. And like Zoe, that was like one of the first platformers that you actually...
0: Yeah, that was one of the first platformers that like I... It gave me a newfound appreciation for platforming games. So, yeah. It holds a special place in my heart because of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. I mean, it did that for me too, for yeah. sure.
0: All right. So, then but the other no two, Hall James, you said were uh, what remains of Edith Finch and Call of Duty Modern Warfare.
3: So, okay. So, we cut yes. Call of Duty Modern Warfare and then we pause on Edith Finch. Right. Let's, let's talk a little bit more. Yeah. I think about we
0: should it. at least talk
2: about it. Well, yeah.
3: Modern Warfare to me is just something that. It's awesome. Like it looks really, really, they redid the engine for this game and it feels and looks amazing in a way that Call of Duty hasn't. And it actually just embarrasses the rest of the space. It embarrasses things yeah. that were, I mean, it embarrasses things like Rainbow Six. And Rainbow Six is awesome. But Rainbow Six, like you look at that and you're like, oh my God, if they updated it with Call of Duty's engine and kept the gameplay like that, it was just a straight upgrade. Um, and like, it's so, 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 so good for what it is but I think we here need more than technical beauty. Personally, I think as this group, I think it needs to, if you're going to go for the technical beauty Mm -hmm. route, then you go for the last of us Two route, which has the technical beauty plus the art style. Whereas this one has unbelievable technical beauty. And I will a hundred percent, say to gabe like dude this this shit is amazing it runs amazing it's defined it's like part of the reason why i'm feeling personally attacked here (laughs) yeah it's it's completely your fault that this game is here and um (laughs) that we have to cut it and it hurts so bad um it it did everything for this it's just oh my god the art style for this game is like everything for that series but i i'm okay with cutting it after making it this far all right what about you gabe chill with that
5: yeah that's fine like if we were talking like pure technical alone like i said i I think cyberpunk would win, but right, there's more to it than just that, right
3: mm-hmm, right, yeah, you want to cut what's remains of Edith Finch? Yes, why
4: um because I like the visuals of the other games better, <laughs> except last of us, but I haven't played that mm-hmm. like I think Edith that Finch game just... is beautiful and stylized, um sorry, Zoe, can't, um
0: <clears throat> no finish, go ahead, sorry.
4: Um, but it's, um, the visuals are not, um, as stunning, as important, um, and as like, they don't have a lasting impact on me in comparison i i want to to say that you have a valid experience and
3: that (laughs) i cannot begin to explain how much i feel the opposite in this particular case like interesting just because like every inch of that game is something worth marveling at like do you know what i mean like it's just Mm -hmm. like every room is so unique to the person and it feels so much like it tells a story and even just looking at the house alone might be one of the best houses ever made in any <laughs> video game ever from like a,
1: <laughs> con- how
3: much it conveys uh that the visuals like are the storytelling of that game really like there's other ways that they tell stories of course but then they just and they, and by the way they didn't just nail one visual art style they nailed like 14 yeah back to back to back uh yeah okay
4: that's fair
0: I, I but think I also like want to just looking at Firewatch better. Hmm. Uh, like I, I think like if you look down in just the technical aspect, Edith Finch doesn't have a lot going for it per se, but I think what really brings Edith Finch's visuals out, at least for me, is the stylistic choices that they make. Like the words that appear on a screen and then like kind of like float up a fireplace. Like I think one of the stories oh, yeah. that I always liked playing was the one of the kid flying the kite. And you can fly the kite into the words and the words start trailing and you create this o- your own storm out of words. Um,
2: like,
4: Iris and my cut of feet Edith Finch. I forgot about that. Part I'm now remembering and I was gonna things fight for about it Anyways,
2: yeah, yeah. I think the other thing that really impresses I... me about Edith Finch and that when I give it a, a strong shot is like there there are no assets in that game. Like there's never anything that's like copy pasted. Oh, yes, like. Sorry. Is that That's I, not true. That I use that. But, like, almost, James, like, the, every single one of those rooms is so individual. And, like, ev- like there's so many little pieces in those things that have been, like, beautifully made and perfectly placed. And, like, yeah, like, the books are probably, but even the books don't feel like if you go to, <laughs> I'm going to shut out Skyrim again. This is what's on the top of my, like, Skyrim's books all look essentially the same. Poor Todd like, the, So the books in Edith Finch. The first Finch thing
4: I don't. noticed entering the house in Edith Finch is that like there was a stack of books, and I was like, oh, that's cool. All those books are cool and different. And then I looked over at the next stack of books, and I was like, oh, those are rearranged ones of the other books. And then I looked over at another stack of books, and I was like, man, they must have written all these books and then gotten 20 copies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay, James had a different experience with that part than me.
4: I, I can, but I can like, literally I mean, I was. I was really enjoying everything else, and just accepting the fact that they made like eight books and then placed them all around the that first floor. Okay. Like you can't make 30,000 books. Like it's just not reasonable. Um but no, you're absolutely right. I was I was not remembering things about the visuals that are really important about that game. I, you're absolutely right.
3: What about hear me out here guys. Do it
4: do it i'm not sure if i'm doing the right thing okay you're thinking
3: okay i'm
2: thinking of one thing let's see if you can read my mind
3: two things so then this doesn't bode well for me it's already a 50 50 (laughs) anyways i was thinking what if we cut the last of us part two that's
2: what i was thinking oh
3: good um i say this because it's technically brilliant and it also has an eye for composition and art style uh that are awesome however we are in the territory of awesome here of course, mm-hmm. and I think I like Edith Finch art style more personally, and I, I mean, fuck, it probably even Hades. Um,
0: no, I mean, I'm I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay with cutting Last of Us Part Two. It's it is a gorgeous game. I mean, that first shot when you are as Joel on the horse and you're riding into into town, yeah. like that mm-hmm. first shot that they do of just the sunset over the mountains of Wyoming. You're just like, oh fuck.
3: And, when you and then the I barn... also think
0: you know oh, Claire. Claire mentioned it very briefly in her her review, but I think it does something does need to be said about the fact that like they created a visually stunning game that runs really well on ten year old PS4s and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. like it's just one of those things where yeah. it's like mm. it, I, I give them credit for that for making such a beautiful game that can still run really well. Yeah,
3: and part of that's because they just made it for PS4. They did not attempt to make it 19 different times at the same time. And, like, that was always the promise of consoles was, like, hey, if you really, like, dial it in on this thing, you can get it to deliver value way beyond the components you paid for. But, uh, yep. like, these are the guys showing that shit because they were, like, we're just going to spend all of our time just making this PS4 thing actually work. Um, yeah. Awesome. yeah. Yeah,
2: I think, too... I keep thinking, especially about best visuals. Like, I think this is a really subjective category, and like, this is all this is the tyranny of thumbs. Best visuals. This is not because I think we've already mentioned, like, on a technical level, this category might go something like Cyberpunk 2077, and then Last of Us 2. Like, so I, be no. Call of Duty. I don't know, but like, I just I think we're feeling a different vibe for this category tonight, and that's where I would go. Like, I think for me, I would put these other games above Last of Us Part Two even though it's a it's a beautiful game.
3: Yeah, like when you first go up to the it's not the barn but it's the house on the top of the hill uh as Ellie, mm. right? Mm-hmm. With your child, right? Um Dina. That's not your child's not Dina. I'm just saying also wow. Dina. Yeah, okay. Um mm-hmm. <laughs> Not even going to make jokes about that. Okay, the point is <laughs> moving just on. moving on. No, but that that scene's beautiful as well. There's a lot of beautiful, beautiful stuff. And yeah. um, okay, nice. Uh, also, their level design is amazing and really supports the beauty as well. But okay, okay. Um, I want to hear someone make a case for Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice.
2: Ooh, I feel really strongly about that Great. game being here. Good. And mm-hmm. here, okay, there's a couple reasons why. One, I think that that game is stunning on a lot of ways. Um, I think that the the motion capture that they do with um, Senowa and her face and those scenes is really visually arresting and vi- really visually um, effective. I think that it has the best ever use of live action in a video game that like actually works. Okay. Like, I don't like usually do that, bit. but I think my biggest argument and why I feel really strongly about Hellblade in this category is because the visuals are really central to that game and really central to your experience of that game and really central to your experience of the hallucinations and things that are happening. And I think that they're really well done. And there are so many different visual I know, tricks, I'm not quite sure, like visual things that they are doing to, um, like, make you feel like you are experiencing these visual hallucinations and things that Senua is, is experiencing, um, that I think that they're a really big part of the game, and I think that they're really, really well done. So that's that's kind of my, like, brief argument. I also, I think it's a really pretty game in a lot of places. Um, and again, I think that, I think the motion capture that they did with Senua's scenes is really um, arresting. I didn't. It was un- very uncomfortable,
0: but I think it's really well done. Yeah, I, I'm in agreement with Elena yeah. here. I, 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 we we talked about it a little bit on the Senua episode, but they take rather simplistic game mechanics, but with the visuals, and I I will also say the audio. I know that's kind of cheating, I guess, because this is a best visual category, but I do think it needs to be said that I think it's the combination of both. But, like, you have a movement in the game which is literally just run forward and run into a bridge. But the way that the visuals just swirl around you and the the way that they depict this frantic running to this bridge, this very simple mechanic that anybody can do in a video game. Like, we, we all talked in length on that episode about that specific part of the game and how panicked we felt and how, like, you know, how jarring everything always felt um with everything that senua does and you know i think the visuals really need credit for that to make you just feel that sense of like panic and to make you feel unease at times or make you feel safe plus that fucking glowing sword is fucking gorgeous mm. it's a beautiful it thing cool.
1: yeah yeah yeah. Mm. yeah i forgot about um, that
0: part and I would put a big plus into for the motions,
2: the, the move. I guess that's visuals, right? Like the move the set moveset that Cinema area. has is the most badass move set I've ever seen in a video game. Well,
3: we're doing badass move sets, but Dark Souls back on this bad boy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um,
3: but okay. Um, yeah, I would <clears> just <throat> say listen, I don't have to be the deciding factor here. I was really jarred with the actual people's live action faces. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean, and, and no, I don't mean, like, meta-jarred, like, bro, that was the experience we wanted you to have, and, like, maybe, okay. But, like, I mean, like, why is there this mm-hmm. actor in my face right now, like, with makeup on? This is strange. Um, And okay. Like, that, to me, is maybe my my thing there, that I feel like, just, to me, it didn't fit. Mm-hmm. Um, But okay. Like, yeah, the visuals I mean, do a lot for that game, for
1: sure.
4: So... This, The fact that that didn't work for you and, like, we have to come to a decision makes me say, like, maybe top four is good enough for Hellblade.
1: Ooh.
2: I have a hard time with that. But I will say I have not played any Hades. I have seen Hades some, but not a lot of it. And so if people feel really strongly about Hades... Making I mean, it I'm past, okay
4: um, with Hades making it making top four as well.
0: I was I was gonna say I think I would put Hellblade over Hades personally. For yeah. me, Hades is a, a beautiful game, and I like I said I really love the character design in it.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but a lot. I think
4: I think this is as far as it goes for Hades. Yeah, I think that's yeah. super fair. Mm-hmm. Super fair. Yeah.
2: Okay, so then if we remove Hades, we're done. to top three: Firewatch, Hellblade, and what remains of Edith Finch.
3: Yeah. That's crazy we got this. Hmm.
4: I didn't now expect imagine Firewatch if to all make these it games far. were made in the Source Engine.
2: Shout out to Source Engine.
4: I don't think
3: I want to imagine this.
4: Um Yeah, right? Is the, the Source Engine
3: that's the one that they made fucking
4: That's lo- the Valve engine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and got they, a lot of ninety degree angles in it.
3: It's it's the one that they were trying to evoke
5: if they didn't just use it with a beginner's guide, right? Yeah. To be fair, Titanfall was made in the Source Engine. Oh, and it's beautiful. Heavily modified, but yeah. it was the Source yeah. Engine.
4: <clears throat> yeah, like sure, but like most things made in the Source Engine look like ass. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, they modified the parts that um, looked like ass. <laughs> yeah. What is assume.
4: Yeah. Um, or like. Imagine if they were made in whatever engine DayZ is made in. Like,
3: I know Exactly. <laughs> Oof, it's another
4: engine that looks like ass.
3: <laughs> yeah. So, okay, here's the thing. You know, This is just a small piece of evidence. Mm-hmm. Firewatch has been my desktop background for, for I mean, as long as ever since I played it and I never worked back. Sometimes I change the color between mm-hmm. a yellow and a blue, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, so that's a personal preference, right? It's an art style personal preference, but I kind of think that's where we are. And to me, there's a great battle between effective use of visuals in Mm -hmm. the sense of like Edith Finch is just, I mean, the visuals are just stunning and stunningly good at getting across what they want. And I also feel that way about Hellbait, right? Mm -hmm. They're stunningly good visuals and they're stunningly good at getting across what they want. And then I don't give a fuck about either of those things. I just think Firewatch is pretty.
2: Yeah. I think that is like the argument here because, I mean, Edith Finch is pretty pretty remember that one thing where you look through the little peak hole in the fence and there's text there out in that blinking red light like that's that's beautiful and but it's also like a really amazing use of visuals and it's really well done so i think we are kind of between like do we want to go with a game like hellblade or edith finch where they use the visuals to really bump the story up or are we looking at something like firewatch which we just it's really it's i really like it
3: it's
4: really pretty
2: yeah Mm
3: -hmm. yeah yeah, but then, but then, when you guys talk about the text that existed in Edith Finch in the world, that has got to be one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a game, mm-hmm. ever. And it just—it was never not cool, the whole game. That's I, true.
2: I also, with Edith Finch, I think you can all tell, like, I, Edith Finch is probably my game of the year. But
3: um, spoilers, Jesus Christ.
2: Sorry, my category comes up later. But uh, but I want to go back <laughs> to that fish scene with Edith Finch, with Edith Finch and remember the visuals from that. 'Cause the visuals in that are incredible in that, that the whole, fish
3: cutting scene the fish, in the factory. The okay.
2: factory scene. Yeah. Because what you're oh, doing okay. is you're it starts out right where you're you're cutting the heads off fish in this machine. It's very like kind of dark and gritty and it's just it's just happening. And then you start with that like small little mini screen of like two bit graphics. And then it just, the way that that evolves as the graphics evolve and it gets bigger and starts to take over more of your screen and all of a sudden the fish are just kind of almost like just vaguely there. That whole sequence to me is another example of like just really masterful visual storytelling um, that I think, I don't know, I think you just finished it really
0: well. Well, yeah. And I, I think like also notably there's like a, a part where like the real life kind of, played a part into the fantasy world where it's like your character comes across a bridge, you have to put a fish under, and as the blade comes down, the drawbridge goes down in that same kind of mm, beat right. of, of the slice. Like, that's what I just always liked is how the real world played into the, I guess, non-real world elements of Edith Finch. Like, And I keep on bringing up the text, but like, uh, you know, the hermit who lives down in the basement, When he tells a story and he's hitting into the stone wall to escape and as you hear each thud of his pickaxe the text just kind of slams into your face as it does that um i i honestly think like for me i think edith finch wins best visuals honestly just because i think the the creativity is just there's there's so many instances of just how they tell the story and how they portray it, Uh, which just kind of, I think also added into why we found like so much charm and why we thought the narrative was so good to it was just because those visuals were so charming along with it. Um, Like it's it's a spoiler, but like you play a part in the death of a one-year-old boy, but the way that they visualize it as he's doing a symphony in his bathtub that you're participating in like it felt magical it felt yeah. childlike yeah and then but you realize the dark undertones under that and you're like oh shit like i don't know like yeah i just thought those were so cool which is why i just want to put it as best visuals like yeah. everything about it just seemed so fantastical and magical
3: yeah And like the depictions, like you just mentioned, you brought this to mind. Like the of the different ages of Mm -hmm. all of the different characters at the time of their death is like so wildly different. And the ones of younger people, like really, were reminiscent of younger memories. Like I have, like I just felt like they did a really good Mm -hmm. job at that, like conveying that. Yeah, yeah, I am totally fine with Edith Finch number one here. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, I also think Edith Finch has the sort of it's at some point inseparable from the fact that it is like a perfect game and that every element in it is transcendent. Um, But definitely the visuals were part of what did that, if not a huge carrying force. Um, I would personally, doesn't have to be this way, but I would personally put Firewatch second because to me, Hmm. I understand that Hellblade did something that we've never seen before and it did it truly amazing. Awesome. Uh, Not for me. Like, not my favorite. I think it is fucking incredible what it was able to do. But there's a difference here of, wow, it, it's it's kind of the unique thing. It's almost the Oprah Din thing where it's like, wow, Oprah Din is completely unique and it absolutely executes on what it wants to do and it totally nails it. And then I just put pictures of Firewatch on my wall, so... Whatever.
0: I mean it's true. I do I, I'm looking at my desktop background right now and it's Firewatch. I, can, <laughs> I mean I think Firewatch <laughs> deserves up yeah. That's
2: two out of four. Yeah, so. that's pretty good, right? Well, but I think we can put them both, right? I think they both very much deserve to be there. Because I, I do think mm-hmm. that Hellblade is really special in the way that it uses visuals to um convey what it wants to with that game. And I think without the visuals right. that it has, that game doesn't it, it completely fails. Um so I think we mm-hmm. can do both yeah, very comfortably. But I will put Firewatch right. first.
3: Oh, I see you're doing two runners-up here. I think think that this category category
2: very much deserves two runners-up, and I think that both of these games deserve shout-outs for for really different reasons, Yeah, Um, but because they're both visually really stunning. Yeah,
3: Yeah, and I would just say, like, Boy, did Hades come close! And I would say that because it's because Transistor, their pre one of their previous games, mm-hmm. is my phone background forever. Like their yeah. art style is murderous. But okay, I'm. Let's mm-hmm. we're done. We did it.
2: All right. Best visuals right. winner: What Remains of Edith Finch. Runners up: Firewatch and Hellblade: Center with Sacrifice.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. All right. Now it's the moment that you've all been waiting for. Not really, but <laughs> so. All right, so to round out this section we have best actually recent game so you know as we said at the top of the show you know in part one we were like yeah this isn't your typical game of the year because we all rank games that have come out in all sorts of years and it makes it really fucking difficult for us but this time we said okay let's take all the games that we played that were pl- that released in the 2019 to 2020 year and uh let's see what the best actually recent game is um also we will know a couple of these games in here they're technically released prior to 2019 but they either came out of early access or they like reached their like i guess their they reached popularity in 2019 and i'm sure you'll know what those games are when we list them out right and also you can technically leave us alone (laughs) true (laughs) (laughs) i technically think we should talk about it in this category
3: but we can get to that in a minute sure sure
0: sure yeah Alright, so best actually recent game would be Hades, Gears 5 Horde Mode, Lorelei, Into the (laughs) Breach, Among Us, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Phasmophobia, Last of Us Part 2, Valorant, Animal Crossing New Horizons, Slay the Spire, World War Z, Observation, and Cyberpunk 2077.
3: Yo, World War Z is just here to get beat up this year. (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: Should
2: <laughs> we just get
3: us it that, out? that
4: it's
2: on
0: this. Should we just delete it right away?
3: Yeah. Well, let's just delete yeah. it right
0: away.
4: <laughs> we were like, wow, that came out in 2019 and not 2016? Yeah.
0: I think that right. along with Lorelai can probably get out I think since so. yeah, we actually.
1: all
4: laughed get,
3: when not, you
0: read Lorelai, I think we should get <laughs> rid of
2: it. I just, we've had
3: these discussions before today, and I just understand that Lorelai is not going to get the support that I would want it to get, and I'm okay with that. Um, I feel the same way about and Phasmophobia. Then maybe
0: Phasmophobia. Yep. yep. <laughs>
3: Yes. yes please. And I feel the same way about Animal Crossing.
2: I actually think we should. I, Agreed. I didn't I bounced right off Animal Crossing. It is not for me. It is for some people. I don't like it. I yeah. think we should delete it. I
0: I I want well, I want to keep Animal Crossing just a little bit longer. I do think there are some games on this list I would probably cross out prior to Animal Crossing. Okay, Link,
3: five, four, four, four. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Alright, now can we cut it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> five Gears Five.
4: <laughs> Gears Five is a game that came out and I'd rather play Call of Duty every single time.
3: Yeah. Although <laughs> listen, like I think next year we should do Call of Duty zombies, like Gabe said, and I mm-hmm. think it could easily Oh percent Yeah. And then my my uh my shout out to fucking um Oh god, what was I even talking about anymore? Oh uh World War Z was just actually that um I actually think it's important to play a game that isn't the best game in the last ten years sometimes.
4: (laughs) Just so we can like actually know. You know, because you look at these
3: that
1: game
4: doesn't suck. Yeah. It doesn't suck.
3: It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's just not the best game that's ever been released ever, which is what we're looking for here. So (laughs) you know (laughs) Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah all right so yeah animal crossing can go off then that's fine sorry zoe (laughs) i think i'm also wanting to remove into the breach just because i don't know i I had my fun with that game it ended and i was like nice give it a fist bump but like that that's (laughs) no argument all right all
3: right right, sure i'm okay with that i'm okay that 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 game is a really special by the way fun fact that is a really good archon game too by the way just fun mm-hmm. fact, just note that in your mind because it's really fun to have two people staring at – I actually recommend if you're going to play it on the Switch or whatever, put it on your big TV so you can point at the TV and talk about the turns you're going to make and say this thing can go here and then it's going to do this. And that's super, super fun um, and it's super technically good at being like uh, really explanatory with what's going to happen from a from a technological standpoint. Uh and I'm also not playing it anymore, and I totally feel that, and good. Yeah, totally. Good. Let's cut it. All right.
0: And then also I'm wondering if, since we haven't finished it, does Cyberpunk 2077 no. deserve Game of the Year yet? I think, yeah. Also, it's not
3: Game of the Year. i I've- <laughs> Yeah. But no. But no. Mm. Listen, those two, observation? I mean, come on. Come on.
4: Come on. Come on. I don't know. I like the story of Cyberpunk significantly better than Observation's story. But oh, right.
0: we haven't finished Cyberpunk, is my thing. I yeah. I
4: like what I've played of it more. Yeah. Okay, I think so that, I
0: delete
2: Observation. I think that the
4: ending first. of Observation was hot fire, and I don't mm-hmm. think that I I think that even if the ending of Cyberpunk was hot fire, it would be better.
3: Oh, when you're Wait, saying do you mean hot, hot fire hot garbage?
4: Yeah, sorry, hot. Okay. Hot garbage fire.
0: Uh, yeah. Okay. Because McCoy uses hot, hot fire to say it's awesome. world, to say
4: it's awesome sometimes too. Cyber observation story just like took a dive into Bizarro Town. Yeah. Agreed. And not in a good way. <laughs>
3: that's um
4: fair enough. But we I mean, we duked it out on the podcast. Like some people liked it, some people didn't. Yeah, I I feel way Literally more. Notably,
0: everybody gave it thumbs up. James, you did give it one thumb up.
4: Yeah, I enjoyed the game, absolutely. But we're not looking for one thumb up, are we here?
0: No, right. Yeah. We're not. I
4: thought the ending was bad. Yeah, <laughs> but I enjoyed the game. Yeah.
0: And then Call of Duty Modern Warfare. What is that doing here? <laughs> it's a great game. Came I, I mean, like, the, it came out recently. Honestly, it was, it's really it was fucking cool. It's
4: not your kind of game, it, but it's... It
0: was a it was a good campaign. It was a good campaign. I'm not knocking on it for that. I'm just saying, best recent game? I mean,
5: for Honestly, maybe. This one, you'd have to look at it for more of what it is, though. Like, we just played the campaign, yeah, I but agree. for this, you'd have to look at it for its multiplayer, too. Yeah. And it there'd be a hot Warzone. contention for this game to be best of recently. Maybe not Among Us, but... Oh, no, okay, not nice. the game, but a month. Among <laughs> son dad. of a bitch, I got you back.
4: <laughs> I mean, honestly, i I think it deserves to be on here yeah. more than
5: yeah. I think if you talk to a lot of people Other outside of our for crew, recent game, a lot of people would argue that Call of Duty Modern Warfare is like the best game recently. I yeah,
2: am a stickler for rules. And I have a slight issue with the games that are on here that were not released in 2019 or
3: 2020. What
2: do you mean? Um, Among Us did not come out in either one of those years.
3: Oh yeah, slightly expired. Didn't that, come out in either one of I those think
2: years. It should get cut. And Hades didn't come out in either one of those years.
3: Yes, but
4: but but oh shit. Yeah. Okay, I would... let's at least talk about that though. Hades did come out this year.
2: Okay, so Hades came out of beta, right, or out of al- yeah. whatever alpha beta it was in.
4: Yeah. Beta. So that is beta.
2: more legit to me than like Among Us, frankly, did not come out in the past two years.
3: But would you be happy if they slapped the word beta on it? Because
5: it practically feels like it's not of a beta. <laughs> right. Also, no, if you I... asked a lot of people what year it came out, they'd probably say 2020.
2: <laughs> well, but they're yeah. wrong, Gabe. We're in fo- oh, I just deleted <laughs> it by accident. Sorry. Um, we're, I just think that we're informed And as a podcast that plays a lot of old games. And this is supposed to be the game, the new games category. I think that Among Us can't be here. But that is my own personal opinion. I I
1: agree. I mean, I'm I'm
0: okay. I mean, Hades. I'm a little bit more of a stickler for keeping, just because. While it yes, it was technically an early access, the actual full fledged story and like completed game did not come out Mm -hmm. until this year. I can hear that
2: argument and and be totally. I hear that as well, especially
3: because. This one, the early access beta bullshit, like that shit gets really squirrely because if the game was fully released last year and then we played it last year and then we played it this year because it was 1.0 or something, then it gets hairy. But, but having having heard so many hours of discussion of what they actually did with 1.0 versus when we when I initially mm-hmm. played it, like it just feels like wow, the game
4: actually is here now.
2: Does anybody know when they? And also, of... oh sorry, go ahead.
4: So Slay the Spire uh, came out of beta in January of 2019.
0: So very Um, on the cusp.
4: (laughs) And Hades entered beta December 6th, 2018.
0: Oh, so on the tail end of 2018. Mm. So those two
4: are actually really
2: close together in terms of...
4: Right, except Slay the Spire entered beta in 2017. And I would say that Slay the Spire in 2017... Was like almost the identical game to what it is now.
2: That was kind of my Um, thought Like there's one more character
4: and there's more ascension levels. Yeah. And that's, I mean, and they like tweaked a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And there might be more cards. I don't know. But like it's basically the same game.
3: If that's the case, like there is still best game coming up where we can fight harder for that game. If we really do want to just disqualify it. Because that's not right i
2: think i mean i agree like watching some Jorps content that came out in like 2017 2018 2019 but, no, even, but like, i
3: don't even recommend watching that shit bro no
2: but, but if you do because it's just there it, it's essentially the same game the all the mechanics with like, the core everything that makes that game good is still there whereas i think so makes a good point like hades has changed pretty significantly since it came since it was in beta and i think it's like it's release in 20 since like 2019 is like a, or i guess this year is legit yeah this year um but yeah okay
3: so if in the context of there is one more category still for these games to fight then i'm okay with doing some cutting like maybe of among us and say the spire although i i don't i think you look at among us and what it is and boy have we talked about how it looks like a fucking flash game and i've talked about how i feel like that's not fair whatever and who cares but what i'm saying is like it matters not the year that that game came out, because that game could have come out any year for the past 10 years, but it was recognized this year.
2: But it matters the year when we call this category Best Actually Recent Game 2019-2020. to 2020.
3: How do you guys feel about that? For some reason, I feel like Among Us deserves to be here, but if we want to cut it for technicality reasons, okay.
4: I okay it deserves to be here let's cut it because I think the other games are (laughs) better (laughs) outside of a multiplayer like like yeah it's awesome with 10 people
3: yeah Okay.
4: or it's awesome with nine people it's probably great with eight people six it is very strange fun fact Six is weird, but like even I mean, just like I don't know, I I feel like other games deserve to win it better, more.
2: Okay, it's officially been removed. So now we have Hades, Call of Duty: Modern Warfare, Last of Us Part Two, Valorant, and Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, we don't
3: have Cyberpunk 2077. Are we do? Did James make a case to fight that I, thing on yeah. there?
0: Is it is it okay to remove
3: that Let's now? cut it now. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. All
0: okay. right. <laughs> yeah. I think it can't be game of the year.
4: I think, I think, of... a, I think it would be hilarious to make it. <laughs> <the> yeah. <laughs> That's not a good reason to keep it. Okay.
1: Take
3: that, gamers. It's cyberpunk. We love so... it. We also love Battlefront 2. And <laughs> I don't know what else we love. We okay. love every okay. single okay. EA game. Fallout 76 we also thought was incredible. Okay. So
2: now we've got Hades, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Last of Us Part 2, and Valorant.
3: I think we cut Hades, but that's because I think that game sucks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to cut it before Valorant.
3: Ooh. Ooh. All right, you two, fight. (laughs) I think,
4: okay, should we just declare Last of Us Part 2 the best game of the year and move on?
2: (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, because we have to pick a runner up, and I want to watch this.
4: call of duty 100 <laughs> james um i don't know i think
3: i think valorant is like a genius fucking game and a genius fucking move like look yes okay i've played enough hours i of it agree to complain about maps and whatever and reina specifically um but like it's but is it 50 wh-
5: million players good
3: <laughs> okay we'll get there in a second we'll get to that comparison in a second but uh yeah the thing with valorant to me is like I, I literally played counter-strike the other day and it just feels old in a lot of ways like the the tick rate on the servers is really low which people complain about for a long time and valve never listened uh and like there's just so many things that the community wanted in that game to to, to revitalize it to, and to keep it there and riot saw an opportunity to just make a better version of that game and I, I think in many ways it's not actually better from a like maybe like map design standpoint or maybe the interactions between the characters do add too much chaos sometimes or whatever but they literally are killing counter strike right now they're killing it at least in north america in the in the competitive scene they are just they they are they're just killing the game like straight up because you can't play valorant and then go back to playing counter strike and not be overtaken with how janky and old it feels how not modern how not new how not slick um all the quality of life improvements they added are so so welcome the fact that you can buy guns for your opponent or for your your opponents well you can buy guns for your opponents too Um, but you can buy guns for your teammates easily you can buy back so you can buy on accident and unbuy their buy menu just alone is just so elegant all being on one screen the radio menu from counter strike is real trash and like they the the, it is it should not be this is like saying imagine this concept imagine if i told you there was a game we played this year and they actually killed league of legends that's how good it was in comparison at least in north america that's what this is this is a multiplayer game that is killing a game on the scale of league of legends because of i would say negligence from valve's part to actually maintain that game or do anything meaningful with it but still a game with that level of hold on the space is dying, at least in North America, because of this thing, and that to me is just that's unfucking believable. And it has to do with the recency too, like of this category. So that to me is like maybe it's not TOT's my favorite game of twenty nineteen, but it is at least gotta be one of mine for sure because it's it's changing that landscape like has never been seen before, at least in my lifetime. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm. On board with it, like, it's probably my game of the year, just personally, in terms of games that came out this year, but, I mean, in terms of the podcast.
2: I don't know. This is an interesting list, though, in terms of the podcast, because pretty much every game on here is a game that not everyone's played or feels strongly, like, you know what I mean? Like, McCoy hates Hades. Um, Gabe feels really strong about Modern Warfare, but I I would say other people don't. Last of Us Part 2, James you haven't played. And Valorant is a James True. and McCoy stronghold, but nobody else plays that. So it's kind of a weird it's a it's a weird list for us. Like I would say Last of Us Part 2 is the
0: clear winner on this, but I don't play Valorant or Hades or Call of Duty. So, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, Last of Us Part 2 is my is my game of the year for sure. Um I just think the reason why I think Hades needs to be a runner-up is because I... Well, for one thing, I think it comes on a more personal note in that I... Usually when I look at a game style like Hades, which is, you know, dodging... And it's not exactly bullet hell, but it's just a, a lot of projectiles, a lot of dodging, a lot of just, like, shooting. And it's a lot of dungeon rooms that you kill kill things in. Uh, it gets very hectic very quickly. Like, usually I hate those games like I I don't like them at all I just think it's just all like number barf on the screen um and then I started playing Hades and I was really pleasantly surprised with just it it, I'd never had that experience with it I thought it was an a streamlined and elegant uh representation of the roguelike genre uh or just stylistically I, I think I think that's just the main part of it stylistically that kind of isometric top down view uh that Supergiant Games is known for like that that works well for my play style um I think it's extremely creative the story element they put into a roguelike genre to explain the constant runs that you have to do that the whole part of it is that you are escape you're you're trying to escape your father's house Um, I love that upon death no matter how many times you die the game is always new for you I never feel like I, I never felt stagnant in that game and it took me quite a while for me to get my first successful run through the game to get to I guess the story after you fight the main boss um and that's really amazing because it took me a while and but every single time you're always getting stronger you're the npcs are still giving you new dialogue they're still entertaining you with little subplots and uh sub storylines. the music is great the art style's great uh, i do think the story while simplistic is actually a very heartfelt one about family and you know. And I think it's really cool that even after you complete the main story of the game, they still find a way to integrate into the storyline why it still makes sense for you to continue doing runs through your father's dungeon. Um, I, I I love the different weapons that you can use for it and how each of them have different styles to them. You can have ranged weapons. You can have melee weapons. Uh, I love the aspects of the different weapons. Um... Like, everything that people say is great about roguelike games, I finally understand because of Hades. And I can't discount it for that. Um, which is why, like, I, I just really would like it up there because of that.
3: That sounds like an asshole. So like, but I want to say, you can't discount it for that, but I can. <laughs> and who else feels that strongly? There's just a serious question. like James, you love that game. Is that top
4: two for you? I love that game. I mean, I didn't play Last of Us, so I have no real horse in that race. Um, I mean, my top two games, personally, would be probably, like, Hades and Valorant. Um, That's, yeah. Yeah. That's with a lot of respect towards Call of Duty. Yeah.
2: I mean it sounds like that might be where we are, is that Hades and Valorant are for sure making this list in some capacity.
4: But
3: wait, is this another three list or is this a two list? It could be. Well we I need mean, to, that's important, I think.
2: I think officially it's 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 one one winner and two runners up unless we don't have a second runner up. In this case we might have a second runner up.
3: So we're just shafting one game here?
2: Yes. Ouch.
3: Ouch. It feels like the story of this whole game of the year has been oh, Modern Warfare. That game's pretty good, but <laughs> and like, dude, I will say that like when this game came out, I played the fuck out of the multiplayer and the fuck out of Warzone, and it's mm-hmm.
4: really and it's good. sick, dude. It's, really it's so good.
1: good. I mean, and you an convinced me
4: to play Valorant because of Call of Duty, yeah. And you were like, check out this one game mode because so I've never played a game. COD game before and uh it's search and destroy right mm-hmm. isn't that the call of duty yep, yep. uh this it, is that the correct game mode that it i'm is. talking yep. about yes and you were like all right now imagine all of the bullshit is gone and i was like
1: oh
4: <laughs> <sighs> which is so funny because what i really was saying to you
3: was um like gritting my teeth like imagine all the bullshit is gone asterisk once you play for like 300 hours you'll find some bullshit there don't worry <laughs> uh? <laughs>
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But, like,
3: yeah, killing, getting killed by, by a grenade off of spawn in Search Destroy is not a feeling that I love. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Or,
4: I mean, a gunship shows up and just, like, wrecks everyone. And you're like, oh, well, that rounds the bust. Yeah. But, like... But, I mean, like, that's peak Call of Duty. You know, it's like, that's what makes that game awesome in other game
5: modes. Yeah, it's yeah. meant to avalanche the winners yeah 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 i don't uh oof it's
3: un, it's an i i think that game is so fucking good and it i think it like just so i i guess i just really like games that like define as the multiplayer space i mm-hmm. think i just i, I don't know I, I pay attention to it a lot and i watch it and it just embarrassed so many games And like it's so good, it feels so good that like I can't even get Gabe to play any other game that doesn't feel like it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he he, he'll like dabble and then be like, "Mm, but have you felt this game over here? Mm -hmm.
5: And I know what he's talking about. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) and honestly, granted, I haven't played uh, Counter Strike recently, but at least at the time when I was playing Valorant, it made me just kind of rather want to play Counter Strike than Valorant. Mhm. Yeah. I'm still not a big fan of like the whole basically CS:GO Overwatch.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I'm but not a problem... big fan
5: of there being like the specific abilities for people. But like uh yeah, and that's super fair.
3: But Gabe, I feel like if that game makes you want to play Counter-Strike, then Counter-Strike's going to make you want to play Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> no, I mean absolutely. I'm still going to play. <laughs> yeah.
5: Like it, I still have yet to find a game that comes close to the shooting mechanics of Modern Warfare. Yeah. Like Black Ops is close, but still not quite. It's not the same exact engine, so it's close, but it's not exactly as Modern Warfare. So like even there, it's still better. Um,
4: so even even compared to the new Call of Duty, yeah, Modern Warfare
5: is better. Yeah, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very close, but there's still it's like it's a hair, it's a hair better. Um, yeah, it's just you know, I mean there are different styles of games, Valorant and Call of Duty. But for me, it's just yeah. that, like, always ADS, always kind of kind of none of that, like, random bullshit where you're like, where's my bullet going to go? Mm. <laughs> Reasonable. Um,
4: yeah. God, it was, what was See, it? See, like, playing that game, playing Call of Duty as a person that was, like, bad at shooters... That was always my vibe, was like, where's my bullet going to go? <laughs> <laughs> That's fair.
3: Yeah. <clears throat> Which is funny, because, like, what was it, Battlefield recently? They, like, they were doing this, like, tech demo showing off one of their games. It was, like, Battlefield V, and they were like we, like, we reduced bullet randomness, so now you actually shoot where your crosshairs are. And I was just like, the fact that this is, like, your sick feature in, like, 2019 <laughs> is just so embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like, to
5: be fair, the shooting in battlefield 5 is like the best it's ever been but there's a whole myriad of problems with that game yeah and it's not even close to this list yeah i <laughs> did not play it um i'm sorry i
2: just tough. i'm just talking about the fact that there's there's no world that i see where last of us part 2 does not win this category
3: there's a world but
2: agreed i mean i would be upset about that i think i would be upset over that too elena don't worry McQuaid, do you not well, think all I'm that Last of Us are is going to should... be upset
4: in some way? Sure,
2: someone's going to be upset, but I'm saying it shouldn't I, be I me. I enjoy
4: giving it best actually recent game aesthetically, and so even though I didn't play it,
5: I'm down. Yeah, I mean, McCoy, know, I would you... give it best recent game if you know Abby wasn't jacked. That's just not realistic. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus, reasonable,
5: okay. God, we are, oh, we are that's really
2: a a the tyranny of yeah. at
3: <laughs> oh, I love God. how we have to clarify jokes now. We're just like, we're sorry. Um, it's a joke. Do, I mean, a if recently, you actually believe that, you're dumb. Yeah, I know. I know. Recently, Claire yeah, uh, posted in the Discord pictures of the person who is the. I the guess, body oh, yeah. Model. She's body jacked. Model. Yeah. She's it was so
5: fucking jacked. Dude, like. She could I squish really, my head like a tomato between her biceps. <laughs> exactly.
3: No, I, it's actually crazy because... She I, trained
4: for, like, four months and is now a, an Olymp- Olympic ac- athlete. Jeez, I cannot speak today. Yeah, today's a hard one. It's a hard day. But uh,
2: but it's not hard to put Last of Us Part 2 on the top of this list.
3: Um. I, yeah, like, look, I... Don't think that's totally unreasonable from my vantage point. I know, like, I haven't been necessarily like super high praise on that game, but like, yeah, oh my god, it was fucking amazing. You felt
2: things when you played that game. Yeah, I
3: felt things when that I played game... Valorant too, and it's like rage and like, <laughs> frustration. But like, so did I not feel rage, most rage and frustration with last is most an part two.
2: Incredible! <laughs> it's an incredible triumph of gaming in terms of like the emotions that you feel and the story that it tells and the way that it does it. And even like maybe the controversy that it caused, but I, I just I don't see a world where that doesn't top this list. And you guys can duke it out for the runners up. I don't care. Look, all I'm gonna say. But like digital
5: units like... sold first month for Last of Us two two point eight million, Warzone fifty million. Okay, but <laughs>
3: one game. Numbers don't lie, bro. Ugh. No, I I I think it's actually like especially if I I am liking the angle of this is. Recent games. And what I mean by that, adding more context, is this games that influence the recent space that are hopefully defining games for the future. And I think these all have a case for that. Like Hades is doing story and roguelikes like you've never seen, and you just hope that roguelikes can learn from that, right? And mm-hmm. Call of Duty is doing shooting in the shooter genre like all multiplayer sh- games should learn from. Except for the ones that are CS likes, like Valorant, which it's ty- entirely redefining that space, and like that is all awesome in its own way, and that's why we're struggling. Is because in their own unique genres or places, they have completely set a new standard,
5: right? Like, yeah. is that fair? can we put I mean, an asterisk yeah.
4: next to that? I think you hope Last people of us will do more. Oh, okay.
5: Is gonna redefine like a lot of storytelling in upcoming games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to show well, you, that people that's can hope. like really push their own visions and kind of just say, fuck the gamers. Yeah,
0: I, I think like and also I think the thing that I, I mean, we kind of briefly mentioned in the past, but like, like. Last of Us Part 2 is very gutsy and I have not played a game yet where I play as a villain and and as much of a an intensive and empathetic way that this game makes you play her. And yes, it was controversial. And yes, there are people who like feel like those sections of are, of the game are the worst. But the fact is, like, they did it. They were like, we're gonna take your beloved character and we're gonna murder him.
1: spoilers, spoilers. Um, <laughs> no,
0: no, no, but like we're we're gonna take you we're gonna take a beloved character. We're gonna murder him and have you play his killer. And a lot of people, they set down their controller and were just like, fuck that. And then, you know, for us, it was just like, well, geez, why do I want to play this girl? I don't understand. This sucks. And I mean, at least myself came away from that being like, holy hell, like, I'm glad I played that. This was, it was a great experience, like, great in very loose terms. It wasn't like I was having fun, but like that game really affected me i i ended that game and like there were just a couple hours after i played that game where i was just kind of sitting there staring at the ceiling just like whoa like very few games can actually do that yeah i think i agree i mean i think that that game is a masterpiece i think it's a very flawed
2: game i think it's a masterpiece In gaming, I think some of the things that it makes you do as a, I think it's really smart in realizing that you as the gamer have to do things to make the game continue. And so it makes you do things that you don't want to do. Like some of the fight scenes in there, I think even not playing it myself were like, it was a very effective strategy to make you feel things. And I think the story it tells is ultimately really great. I think it takes huge risks that in most ways I would say pay off. I just I think that that game um I I don't know. I think it's a I think it's a masterpiece of a game and I think yeah. it's I would say the best game that's come out recently that I've played.
3: It is so funny that we can sit in a world and it feels so fitting but it's like best game of 2019 2020 it's a game that we didn't really have fun with because it's that good
2: yeah but that's the thing it's like Like, okay it's that good it's not fun it's not the same thing is i mean and i think it's like you can argue your hour your hour count in valorant is going to be a million times bigger than your hour count in last of us part two because no one's ever going to play that game again
3: yeah but i wouldn't yeah but
2: it's just it's i don't know
3: i feel very strongly this list is in no order yet Valorant, Last of Us, Call of Duty.
5: I would argue <clears throat> Last of Us, Valorant, Call of Duty. I'm going oh, to yeah, put sorry. Call of Duty beneath Valorant.
3: Yeah, yeah, sorry. I don't. Yeah. I haven't. Yeah, not ordered yet, but those three. You feel uh, very strongly
4: yeah, that Hades does not deserve a place yeah. in the top three. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, yeah, that's. I I just don't resonate with <laughs> Valorant and Call of Duty as much as I do Hades, but I think I'm in the minority here, so we'll just. We'll cut it.
4: Anyone else feel differently? <laughs> like, what about. So, Last of Us wins.
3: Yeah,
5: what about Last of Us, Valorant, Call of Duty? That's kind of my thinking. I mean, up to yeah. me, I would choose Call yeah, you of Duty because. Right. Uh, yeah, but they they're equals. Yeah, in runner in up. the runner up. Yeah.
3: Although we've
4: been ordering our yeah, runners yeah. up lightly.
2: Yeah, I always. Mo- I you know. On
3: I like the other hand,
4: modern. I don't know. Like it feels a little bit like shafting Hades, but.
0: I think it feels like, but I, I know I'm in the minority, so no. it's okay. But I can't,
5: like, I'm getting shafted for every category. <laughs> no, exactly. Like I think yeah, I think right. everyone's yeah, exactly. going to
3: feel shafted. So, like, listen, if other people want to make other cases, like I'm yeah, very I mean, happy to hear them. But,
4: but like, I mean, we have three, and I didn't play one of them, and it's like the best game of the year. So, like, you know,
5: yeah. I mean, yeah, I didn't, I didn't play Edith Finch either, but. You know what? Right. I believe I believe all of you guys in saying that it's like one of the best narrative experiences you've ever experienced. Yeah. And Ryan I'm just saying
0: it, it hurts to take Hades off. That's all I'm yeah. saying. It, it hurts. hurts. Oh, it definitely That's hurts. Yeah. But
5: I think it would really
3: hurt to do Call of Duty this disservice because it it transcended. Call of Duty is a fucking million. <laughs> no, okay. Fuck <laughs> the numbers. <laughs> fuck the numbers. <laughs> Call of Duty is a fucking joke amongst capital G gamers, right? Like it's like oh fucking same game again, right? Well, it is and it isn't. Right, exactly. But this one, yeah tran- it's like, fucking send Yeah,
4: it's true. Like. It did.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I can hear it. All right. Okay. It's like, it's there a it joke,
4: happens. and then they're still shelling out 60 bucks year. Yeah. Day.
1: Exactly. True. <laughs> true. Great.
2: All right. That does it for best actually recent game, 2019-2020, Last of Us Part 2, with the runners-up of Valorant and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And special and like shout maybe out Hades,
3: in but... Zoe's heart <laughs> yeah. to Hades. Yeah, by the way, if you find and yourself James's aligned heart. with what Zoe likes to play, you should definitely play Hades. <laughs> like, yeah,
4: yeah, like if you're giving Hades a pass because you don't like roguelikes, um, yeah, play Hades. Yeah, and, uh, I was gonna it's say not, it's, it's not it's not a roguelike the in the way that roguelikes for... are. <laughs>
0: i was gonna say it's one of the few games where i see people pick it up being like oh, this game's being really overhyped and then i watch them play it like for the first time and they're like holy shit, i'm having fun like this <laughs> yeah. is great yeah so yeah you know i and, and i mean it's happened like more than a handful of times that i have seen personally so mm-hmm. i i just i think that's really cool what supergiant has done for the genre awesome.
1: yeah
3: yeah fourth yeah. in this category is not worst of the year I think is what we really want to stress. Because yeah. holy shit, Like definitely. That story is everywhere. Every podcast I've ever listened to loves that fucking game. Loves that fucking game. Um,
4: yeah. yeah. Right.
0: But there you have it. All right. And, and McCoy's
4: uh... experience is invalid. That right. he doesn't like it. Right, exactly. Apparently. Right. Exactly. According to every other podcast. <laughs> like to me, Just kidding. Like to me. Absolutely just kidding.
3: Slay the Spire is like infinitely better as a roguelike than that game. To me, To me. To me. To me. To me. Anyways.
0: All right, anyway, (laughs) when we come back, we'll be doing biggest surprise and biggest disappointment. So uh, tune in next part, and we will have to see.
1: Take care. Yeah.
3: Do you want to sing this time, Elena? Or?